Hi, and welcome to another episode of Connect Globally and Innovate, the Global Mindset, where we talk about various topics related to business, psychology, and anything in between, or centered around management topics of people who are leading their businesses or le- and companies working in different fields. So today we have the pleasure of sitting in conversation with an attorney and entrepreneur. Her name is Hashi Nagubari Richards. Thanks for being with us here today. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I appreciate uh, being a guest on your show today. So also, an interesting disclosure is that this is my sister, and we both happen to have uh, podcasts and interesting you know, background that she has. I really wanted to talk to her on this show because she's um, not a businesswoman and an attorney and has such a um, diverse career herself that I think we're going to ha- probably have several conversations. This is the first of many, I believe. So thanks again, Hashi, for taking time uh, and also being here in the Chicago area. You're normally in uh, Orlando, right? Yeah, I'm based in Orlando, um, but do try to um, see clients anywhere in the world if I can. Um, It sort of lends itself to the practice that I have. But yes, I happen to be here in the Chicagoland area this weekend, and so it's a pleasure to be able to uh, do this in person. Thank you. So what, let's, let's uh, talk about what, what is your career then? You're uh, an attorney, as I mentioned earlier. Do you have specialties? Yeah, so um, just a little bit about me. I graduated, well, first, you know, um, I'm proud to say that I'm an immigrant. I uh, was born in India, and then when, when I was very young, my family and I moved here along with my sister and brother and settled in the United States, so I'm proud to be uh, both uh, I can consider myself an Indian American. Um, went to school here, grew up here, and then after college, um, decided to go to law school. And then also, while I was getting my law degree, got my MBA at the same time in finance. And my career took several turns. Um, immediately after graduating, I started working for uh, a large private bank um, in their state administration department. I worked there for about five years, um, handling multi-million dollar estates um, and seeing mm-hmm. the estate all the way through. From there, um, there is a few personal tragedies um, that happened in my life. So I had to sort of take a step back from my career. From your law career? From my law career, just mm-hmm. sort of life in general, I think. You know how, and of course, you know, you you're also affected by that as well. Um, and then We're talking about uh, past uh, loss of our brother. Yes, right? yeah, so the loss of our 2005. brother in 2005. Unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Unexpectedly. Which, you know, I was thinking about the other so day. So is that when you, so until then, you were an attorney at the bank, uh, a bank right, right. combining your business and law background together doing estate trust administration. So is that is that right? Would that you say yeah. that helped the combination of business and law? It did. It helped uh, a lot dealing with the f- the financials of the estates, the 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 the, um, the assets. Also learning how to deal with the family members of the deceased as well, having that um, mm-hmm. law background and also the psychology background. That was my major in, in college. college. Oh. Yes, and so obviously you're dealing with a lot of emotions. Um, when, so, when your loved one passes away. Um, but interesting story about that. Um, the year prior to 
to me leaving that job, um, I'd, I had noticed um, a lot of people around me getting promotions and whatnot. And so I approached the manager and said, you know, what about my promotion? And the conversation that ensued uh, eventually led me to have a consultation with the EEOC uh, regarding cultural discrimination at that point. Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. You know, because this is a I, I, um, lot of conversations that I have and the work I do has to do with collaboration and different perspectives and working with different teams and also creating the global mindset. So this was back in the, in what year was this? Like in the This was 2000s? 2004. So, so right now it's 2019, so this is about 15 years ago. Times were different, yet still similar in some ways, right? So people may be still facing the same issues, but you had um, approached the EEOC and they advise you on the situation you're facing. You thought you were experiencing some discrimination based on culture because by merit you were the same or more qualified than um, others? More qualified and yeah. also, however, the cultural makeup of most of the clients was obviously, well maybe not obviously, but different from me. And so that was one of the issues there. Um, but eventually, um, after, after that whole conversation, um, when I spoke to Human Resources, eventually um, I was promoted within the next two weeks, actually. Oh, that's great. Well, c uh, commend you for stepping up and taking care of what needed to be done for yourself. That's, thank you for sharing. I'm sure that was not an easy task for you to take at that time. And, in, and this is in Miami where it is uh, multicultural and a big city. So surprising that you did have to face that. However, as you mentioned, the clients are mainly all over the country and probably not of, you know, immigrant or minority background, as you mentioned, right? So, good. Yeah? Yeah, that's actually true. So, some of the comments that were made to me, and I think this is very important for anyone listening um, that may be a minority. Um, back then, it was very early on in my career. I was, believe I was only at that time, 28, 29, I had just graduated from law school, only been working for two or three years out of law school. So I, I think it's important for young women and men to hear that you have to stay true to yourself. And I knew that what they were saying to me was not right. It didn't feel right. And so I had to wanted to do something mm -hmm. about it to be able to stand up for myself. And then eventually after that happened with me and I was promoted, um, Everyone else around me was also promoted that deserved a promotion, and that manager was let go. And so it was a, it was a great breaking point for the bank and also for um, for me. So since then, thank you for sharing. Sure. The, the, since then, there have been a l uh, many companies that have instituted diversity and inclusion programs, and I noticed most of them, many of them, are based on compliance. You know, for numbers. Really, that's why I'm doing this also, and some of the work that I do is to really help to engage diversity beyond the external diversity, but also the mindset, and developing that ability to really communicate with different perspectives and also incorporate them too. Not to stop at the surface. I think more that we do that, the more, the easier it becomes. So in the case of that manager, I hope that by now, as that manager progressed in their career elsewhere, it was a learning experience and they had the opportunity to have some training and learning. 
actually my research has shown, you know, my doctoral research showed that the more somebody is exposed to foreign cultures, the more creative that individual is. And creativity is a precursor for innovation. So the innovation has to do with the processes and how things come into fruition, where it, whether it's a product or service, a tangible product or service. And the creativity is actually what is uh, the new uh, differentiation, pivoting or something like that on a product or service. So thank you. So now, and also I mentioned you're an entrepreneur too, because I do know that you have also um, some business uh, that you are also engaging in a podcast and you're a very creative individual yourself so can you tell mention about that yes yeah, so besides so after you know after I left there I started my eventually I started my own law firm Richards Legal based out of Orlando um, I've been uh, my own law firm owner for about three actually excuse me four years now um, and so that allows me the flexibility to see clients when I want pick um, cases that I want to take and um, also pursue some of my other interests. So yes, I do have a whole other side of me where um, uh, it's a cooking lifestyle uh, interest. And so I have, um, my brand is called Happy Mommy Cooks and um, I focus on healthy eating, uh, specifically uh, vegan, uh, veganism, also healthy lifestyle, incorporating meditation and um, basically a holistic way of living um, and also I just launched my own podcast so that that podcast is called happy mommy cooks you can find me um, on all the uh, different mediums that's wonderful so you're taking some you're taking some of your passion and to also share that with others too in this manner of happy mommy cooks and I do know that you are also licensed in uh, certified to teach yoga for children is that right I am, yes. I was certified uh, a year ago uh, in teaching children's yoga, so I love to do that as well. Um, I feel like all these other interests of mine sort of balance the, the, the law career that I have because I think um, lawyers, especially in, in the current environment, there's a lot of focus uh, for lawyers on mindfulness and um, practicing um, being in the moment, there's an epidemic among lawyers uh, with alcoholism and mm. uh, depression, oh. and balancing, balancing mm -hmm. the law with the uh, mindfulness and mm -hmm. healthy eating all sort yeah. of goes together. You know. Yeah, def wow, that's that's true. That in this modern world that we are in here and now, as we see the uh, countries that were so-called third world countries before, urban centers are developing there, they're becoming, you know, uh, they're having the same ailments that we have had here, as you mentioned, like these alcoholism, depression, maybe other d diseases also creeping in through lifestyle, maybe uh, issues through stress in the workplace. Uh, some of that stress, as you mentioned, with lawyers, uh, well, by the way, before we move on, I wanted to ask, what are the areas that Richards Legal focuses on? Oh, okay. So I focus, I'm s sort of switching my focus more into uh, immigration and trademarks. Trade trademarks is a new interest of mine. I'm getting ready to file, um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, three trademarks for um, clients. And uh, immigration I'm very interested in because, again, it's federal, like trade trademarks. So it can be anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country. Um, and be able to see clients, mm -hmm. um, but 
also at the same time I maintain I have two main clients um, that I work for right now and um, that requires me to be in court quite often um, in mediation so um, that sort of dictates my schedule so I'm trying to move a little bit more away from that although I love doing that um, to what um, field is that in? Uh, civil litigation. Oh, so yeah. is that a specific area? I think you mentioned estate trust. So do you deal with the real estate or no? No, that's that's thing? more into the f uh, foreclosure. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. Yeah, that area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and estate, and interestingly enough, the estate planning, I, I, um, there, there is an attorney in my town who uh, offers a consulting service. So I've linked up with her to be able to provide estate planning services to uh, any clients that come to me. It sort of um, serves as my back office, so to speak, mm -hmm. and so we work together um, to bring that service to clients as well. Wonderful. So you have several areas that you focus on, and I've, I've, I've seen and heard of your work as well, too, and it's um, definitely something that people would be um, it would be good to reach out to you because you do have a vast experience ma marrying all of your interests and uh, expertise with your immigration practice and your um, trademarking with your business background. It, I'm assuming that is very helpful. Actually, you've had work in the business area yourself, but also you have a degree in that area. So that's, that's kind of a unique combination to have also too. And with your international, so with your international background, do you work a lot with people from uh, different backgrounds? Do you, do you travel? What, tell us a little bit about your um, approach. Yeah, um, well, you know, so yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of traveling. Uh, fortunately for me, it's been a lot of personal traveling and uh, experiencing things with my family, which has been wonderful. Uh, what I'm hoping to gear up more to do is more business traveling, meaning if I go to India, for example, or if I go to um, Paris or Dubai or wherever I'm at, be able to do some business networking mm -hmm. while I'm there in order to have more of uh, a global presence. Mm -hmm. um, like I mentioned, the areas that I want to be and currently trying to focus on are immigration and trademarks. That lends itself well to uh, being able to travel at the same time. So. Yes. Good, yeah. You travel with ease, and I say that meaning psychological ease too, um, not just the physical. And that's not easy for many people to do. And I think your background of uh, being an immigrant and and being exposed to different cultures throughout your life uh, has helped you to have that ability. And I know that you work on a number of things. You we didn't even talk about your other venture with basketball but you do have a number of uh, um, businesses that you're involved with and travel has been a big part of it as well as working with clients from all over. And I know that they can feel it too. So when we feel, when, when we interact with people and you mentioned earlier about the stress in the legal field too, a lot of the work with the law is dealing with people, right? Yeah, and you know, by nature, typically people would uh, assume that law is adversarial by nature. Um, and so if you're dealing with um, personalities that, or people that aren't agreeing with you for the most part, it's difficult to balance that, um, to deal with that on a daily basis and, and then come home and try to uh, balance your family life and all the other things going on mm -hmm. if you have that type of stress at work. And there's particular fields like 
family law and um, uh, crim criminal law where you're dealing with um, you know adversarial things like mm -hmm. that which is why I like to s which is why I'm focusing more on trademark and immigration although immigration is adversarial I'm more focusing on family immigration rather than some of the other um, areas. Has that changed in, in light of this administration and policy? Yes. Is because I also uh, like to ask people about innovation, and innovation has a lot to do with you know observing the external environment, observing changes in your world around you and in your in your sphere of the workplace too, in whatever uh, industry you're in. Yes, I think immigration attorneys are being heavily scrutinized and under attack, quite frankly. And so, yes, under this current administration, it's very, very difficult um, to be an immigration attorney. And I um, feel for all of my colleagues. So has, that lim has anything changed for the um, processing in terms of number of available and all that stuff? Is that number of visas or H1 or et cetera? I heard a lot of talk about that. So those are probably some changes or do you see yourself yeah, working with a different population? Yeah, it seems like it's changing every day. Yeah. I, I currently am not doing too m uh, business immigration, but um, mm -hmm. uh, definitely in the area that I would maybe want to um, to explore, especially dealing with um, clients from my home, my birth country, India. Great. Okay. Thank you. And. So <clears throat> I like to ask people about this question. What is the global mindset to you? A mi mindset is about a disposition, an approach, your worldview. What does, what does a global mindset mean to you? Or does it mean anything? So for me, when I think of a global mindset, I think of, I think of myself, actually, because I feel like, like you said, just being from born in another country, coming here, having traveled the world, I don't just view um, the world from one perspective, from the American perspective mm -hmm. or from USA. Uh, I view it um, an all, like an all-around perspective, how what I do affects um, mm -hmm. me here and also how mm -hmm. it affects people all over the world, mm -hmm. right? Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's why I think you are so successful and creative, too, because you're able to create new solutions, create things, because you are looking at a bigger picture and always observing, and uh, ability to adapt also, I believe, is related to this, too. Yes, and also, you know, um, being able to immerse yourself in the country or the culture that you're uh, exposed to. For example, um, I know you dabbled, or you mentioned about um, my husband, or the basketball, basketball yeah. and uh, my husband traveled over to over 40 countries while he was playing professional basketball mm -hmm. and one thing he noted which I think is so interesting is that he would immerse himself in that country's culture the food the language the people uh, and also sometimes noticing his teammates wouldn't do the same they would sort oh. of find where's the nearest mm -hmm. um, McDonald's and yeah. I'm not gonna learn this I'm right. gonna learn that. and I take great pride in being able to do the same, no matter which country I'm they, in. The same meaning to immerse yourself? Absolutely. Right. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's something that depends on the person. And expatriates, uh, they're you know, people that travel abroad for work are usu you know, usually probably one of those two categories predominantly. Either they're really loving it and going for um, the local experience also, or they may just be hanging out with expats also mm -hmm. and being in a 
a separate area where they live only with expats. So just basically going to work but being in a different country the right. same way. And they're so missing out on the experience, mm -hmm. which then, you know... Missing out on the experience, and I think, you know, one of the relates best... relates to their work also, too. Yeah, absolutely, really. because you need to be able to understand the, the culture the local and the customs. Mar local market. The, the local, local market. market also, those are the local cus customers. The local customs, and yes, and customers and cus customs, too, customs, right? Customs, yeah. If you're, if you're not uh, aware of the local customs, you could may run into some uh, uncomfortable mm -hmm. situations. Yeah. Um, but touching on the... Um, immersing yourself in the culture, I think one of the best ways to do that is to um, share a meal, share food with the locals, mm -hmm. because that's the one way you connect with mm -hmm. people's culture. That, that may be easier for you, because you do that often, and you've done that throughout your life since childhood. However, uh, for others, it's not so easy. You know, in, in, uh, in Chicago, for example, there are, so, there are different neighborhoods and a and lot of different cultures, but it's still... Uh, relatively fragmented, you know, where yeah. it's hard for people to just readily mix, you know, they may want to, but that's a skill also. So it's, mm -hmm. it's good that it's easy. But the bet more we do it, the easier it becomes, I believe. It's almost right. like riding a bike. How, how about also, so I, I believe probably this helps you, your ability to communicate and your, your trust, building trust with clients or stakeholders or other attorneys, you've been in the field for a while, so I do, I know you do hire other attorneys also. Uh, how does that, you know, affect your ability to do that? So, how any any tips or strategies on on that? How, how what what are your advice? On um, you mean on how on this trust working with other people? Yeah, trusting, working. Yeah. yeah, building the trust and fit business partnerships all around. So whether it be with, you know, clients or uh, other attorneys, you know, you may hire. Yeah. And, you know, things I, like that. I think that one of the main factors for me is to being able to relate to that person, to be able to trust that person. There should be some, um, uh, a good working relationship. And usually um, that develops, for me, at least with other attorneys that I work with, I know them on a personal uh, level first. And so to be able to have that camaraderie then translates into uh, having a good working relationship. Mm -hmm. um, as far as working with, um, with clients, I think you also have to have that sort of uh, same relationship, yeah, and also respect, mutual respect, mm -hmm. being able to respect the client and the client respecting you, mm -hmm. and there has to be boundaries between um, the uh, the attorney or um, em empl you know the whatever employer mm -hmm. and yeah. the client, yes, right? Yes. Or yeah. So, thank you. What's the, what do you guys? Uh, am I still recording? The other thing that I wanted to touch upon, so we talked that the theme is connecting globally and innovate. So connecting globally has to do with connecting in all ways. So connecting with business partners, connecting with customers, connecting with people, connecting even if you're in a company, connecting the functional areas, be it technology, IT marketing, uh, creative teams, accounting, just connecting. Because once we are connecting, then we have opportunities for innovation. We also could speed up the workflow or improve the workflow, innovate, become more creative, really create a dynamic environment once we are efficiently connecting. One of the things of connecting is either connecting with also another aspect is a network, networking aspect too. I know you do have, you, you do have a rich career background in depth and breadth too. 
I'm sure you've picked up a lot of good connections through that that you probably maintain connections to. How do you uh, maintain or nurture or develop your network? Do you have any uh, tips or do you have any best practices yourself? Well, I think um, in this age of uh, the internet and social media, it's very important to stay connected on um, LinkedIn and also if you're on any of the other platforms, I know Facebook, I'm a member of many, many uh, attorney groups and also um, vegan groups as well, you know, both of my interests. And also um, joining the professional associations in your town. So mm. I'm a member of... Um, oh yeah, what associations are you involved with or a member of? I'm a member of um, ALS Central Florida, which is the uh, Immigration Association of Central Florida, also a member of ALA National. What is that? Uh, association. These are legal associations? Yeah, Immigration Association. Okay. I'm um, also a member of the Orange County Bar Association, which is the, the county that I live in. Um, and they, they always have events. Usually they're during the day, so if I can make them, I'll go. They have lunch and learns and things like How that. How about Asian American Law? I believe you were a member of that before. Yeah, the South Asian um, Association. Um, Saba, it's called Saba. So yes, and I made I made some great connections through um, those uh, organizations. And also, I, I think I also am a believer that uh, that we network everywhere also too. So I know you also created an organization too, an association, the Compassionate Friends. Is that? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, it wasn't actually something I created. I formed a branch in. Okay. In, the in Kissimmee, area. yeah, in Kissimmee, Florida, because um, it, would, it wasn't there, right? It, it wasn't there, and there was a great mm -hmm. need to have one. Mm -hmm. So um, a, a woman and I, who she unfortunately lost her daughter, mm -hmm. we both were calling, inquiring about an organization, forming one at the same exact time, so there are no coincidences. Uh, we both teamed up together, and an mm -hmm. unlikely pair, but we both um, get along wonderfully mm -hmm. and uh, are, have directed our grief into leading this chapter, so, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and what do you do for your, uh, you know, and uh, hobbies? So Any hobbies, or do you have time? Yeah, well, you Happy I mean Mommy Cooks is your mother, too, so. Yeah, I'm a mom of a, of a quite um, precocious, uh, almost seven-year-old, and um, honestly, Every moment that I have free, I love to spend with him and also my husband. We're also involved heavily uh, in a nonprofit that was started in 2013 called All Stars Are Bright, which takes you up a lot of it? our you free time. Yes, uh, my husband was the founder of that uh, nonprofit. It's All Stars Are Bright in Orlando, Florida. And um, with between that and the Happy Mommy Cooks and my legal practice and also making sure my son is nurtured and well cared for. Um, in my hobbies, I like to cook. read, cook, <laughs> watch Netflix if I can, um, and travel. And travel, yeah, we might talk yeah, about that too. Travel. I think they all work uh, well together. You're really a good example of a modern woman and making all the different aspects work well together. I look forward to also learning more about your Happy Mommy Cooks. I definitely see vibrant pictures on there. I'll share the links to both your uh, legal, Richard's legal, 
Uh, and also the Happy Mommy Cooks, where you also mentioned you share lifestyles associated with lifestyle tips associated with yoga, meditation, and wellness too. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm focused. I do my meditation and, and the, obviously the vegan, healthy cooking, healthy living. But the yoga aspect is really one for 2019 that I'm really trying to hone in on and, um, and incorporate into my daily um, schedule. So tips, last thing, tips for uh, those entering your field now as a, either an entrepreneur or as a uh, attorney? Yes. So tips for entering the legal field, I definitely suggest um, right away, you know, if you're in law school and if you're thinking about, hmm, I don't know what area I want to specialize in, I would definitely recommend um, seeking out a mentor. So contacting your local bar associations or your state bar association and asking for people that have, um, that are in the area that you may be interested in. Um, and seeking mentors. You know, someone like me, I've been out of law school now for um, 18 years almost, and I will gladly mentor uh, any young attorneys, uh, new attorneys, interested in entering um, the fields that I uh, am practicing uh, in. Thank you. That's, I'm glad you mentioned that mentoring. Uh, I've seen that come about in organizations more and more that I'm involved with as well, too. I'm also a mentor, and I think that's a great way to give back and also stay connected to what's happening new. And I, I think that's a good reminder because I think those that are starting don't really realize how much people are interested in reaching out, those mm. that are experienced. Right. Also, alumni associations, are you involved with your, you're, you have a, you're an alum of Loyola, Loyola University in Chicago and Uni University of Miami in Florida, right? Yes, but um, and I'm not too involved with either alumni association. Mm -hmm. So thank you for um, bringing that to the to the to my attention. Um, but about the mentoring, I wanted to mention that you know there are certain types of people that um, love to share information, and um, which I am one of those type of people. So if anyone comes to me and wants resources, I'm more than willing to give them because I feel like um, the more we all know the more benefit it is for everyone, right? The more beneficial it is for everyone. So, um, yeah. So please, you know, if, if anyone is in Florida or, or anywhere, quite frankly, that would like information or help regarding immigration or trademarks, please reach out to me. Okay, good. Thank you. And again, we'll share those links. And also, I know that Hashi, you are also doing podcasts and sharing your knowledge as a thought leader in the er areas of your specialty. And writing as well too and I think you also do speaking as well too so all that information will be available on your website right yes thank you thank you so much again it's, it's been a pleasure thank